Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with Sarah, our Director of Operations and Operation Coach. And today, we wanted to talk to you about quarterly goal setting and break down one of our clients. Like, What does that look like? Why is she doing it? Um, And then uh, a little bit of the how-to. So welcome today, Sarah. So happy to have you. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. And just for a little bit of context, at the top of each quarter in our executive level program, which is for dietitians in their second or third year of business, whose number one goal is not getting clients, but they in fact want to create systems and look for hiring and managing people and running their business so that they can work less hours and increase profitability. That's the goal of our executive program. And today we want to give you an example of what it looks like to plan every three months or every quarter of the year at that level of business. Now, if you're not quite there yet and you're still trying to get your first client, I hope that today can be inspiring for you to know that this particular person we're talking about was only in your shoes about a year ago. And she's been able to grow in her second you know, second year of business uh, to be able to set quarterly plans and be able to have more time with her family. And she's super clear with her goals. And we help her reverse engineer how to get there and fill in some of the holes um, to really make sure she's clear with what to do and why and how that looks to keep her on track. And really, you know, the mission of Dietitian Boss is to create more private practice operators. And so it's important in creating these quarterly goals uh, that we're giving you guys the tools that you need. So I hope that today's episode um, is something that can be inspiring for you, whether you're quarterly goal setting or not. Um, so we should probably kick off, Sarah, and just mention, can you just briefly describe what does it mean to set a goal and what does it mean to set a quarterly goal? Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times we have a goal of, you know, I want to make X amount of money this year, but then we never break that down into quarters um, and then break that down into smaller actions. And so um, a goal is just, you know, simply something we want to accomplish. But I think oftentimes the biggest um, mistake we make is that we don't plan out all the pieces that really need to happen um, so that we'll reach that goal. And so that's why we came up with the quarterly goal setting for executive. Really well said. And I would say our brains work together on this because you are queen of breaking things down and in the implementation as an operations brain. And I'm definitely, you know, queen of vision and thinking about big picture. So Sarah not yeah. only helps me in this company break things down, but she also helps our clients, which is really, really exciting and fun um, to be able to have that resource. Um, all right. So we're going to give an example and, uh, about one of our clients who asked a great question on our call um, to prepare for a quarterly goal setting call. So we hold a longer special call at the top of the quarter and in October uh, marks the fourth quarter of the year. So we're about to hold our quarterly goal setting call uh, in this coming week. And so the week before, what we typically do in that group call is you know, really help have an open hour where we help our clients bring together um, what is it that they need to do to t- 
talk out anything to better prepare for that session. Because the more that our clients can prepare and bring things to the call, um, the more that they're able to, to get a better strategy and idea of what to do next. So, you know, we really want to encourage you to, to think about things and we're there to support you and, and hold your hand in that journey. So, well, I want to read to you the question and, and just a little background. Uh, for those of you that have a hard time framing out goals, um, just a, a quick three-step process would be first looking at your budget. Um, secondly, thinking about kind of big picture where you want to be. And if you're not clear, even shorter term is helpful. Um, I'm going to stick with those two for now. So if you want some direction as far as setting any kind of goals, I would say start with your budget um, and then kind of think a little bit about where you want to be, what direction you want, right? Maybe it's, hey, I want to do more private coaching, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's, I want to be 100% membership and, and something passive. So that, that'll help us you know, direct your, your goal setting. Any, anything to add to that, Sarah, as far as keeping it simple with what people might need. Um, I would just add too that if you're thinking of of your goal setting, you know, picking one goal and then breaking out the things that need to make that happen. We tend to sometimes try to plan too much. So yep. Yep. keep it simple. Yeah, that's uh, that's great too. So again, here's Sarah breaking it down. Um, so I'm pie in the sky and Sarah breaks it down. So great combo for y'all to listen to. Um, thank you for adding that. Super important. Um, okay. So our, our client in our executive program had to, you know, on our call, on our recent call had said, she's um, submitting some materials, which our clients are able to do to really help keep you focused. You have an opportunity to submit screenshots and data and information and then present it so that you're, you're able to help clarify where you're at, right? So it's a really great tool and tactic for you in business to gather that thought, um, to gather your information and your thoughts. So this particular client had attached her last quarter um, as far as some, some metrics um, and what she's accomplished for her goal. And then uh, she also attached a sheet with her actual goals. In trying to prepare for the quarterly goal call, she was asking, am I being realistic? And now in Sarah's speak, that means, am I breaking it down enough and making this you know, tangible and, and, and time-bound, et cetera. And so um, before I, I, you know, we talk this out, um, do you have any particular thoughts on this, Sarah? Um, no, I just, you know, I think it's great that when we're working on something like this, it's good to run it by somebody. I think sometimes I would say what I see most often with goals is that they're, they're not realistic. They're not achievable um, because we just think, oh, we're going to, you know, set this goal or this idea and then, you know, they don't go through this process of breaking it down and being, making sure it is achievable. Yeah, really well said. And I just want to clarify when you, because um, I don't think you were giving us enough credit there, Sarah, when you're saying review it with someone, you want to review it with an expert who has some business acumen and people who have actually achieved what you want and have a sense of what it's like to run a business um, and to really operate a business. And so that's why Sarah and I both run this call um, and we play different roles, me with the, you know, the mindset and, and the vision and, and Sarah absolutely with her. Her operational skills and, and and many more than that. So, it's good to be able to think about your ideas and but you you want to run them by somebody who's a professional and who can really help give you that guidance and make sure that you're on track. So, I think that's really important. Um, okay. That being said, we're just going to go by. Uh, we're we're going to review vague, uh, review quickly um, what this client had submitted to help give you an idea of how you can be realistic and set a goal every quarter, right? So just meeting the metric of doing it and then what it's like for some of our clients. So we're just giving you a high level overview of that. Um, so we like to make quarterly goals almost like a, a story, like it's a chapter of a book, right? And so at the, the fourth quarter, 
you are bringing the quarterly goal from the last quarter or AKA chapter three, right? I'm just saying quarter four is chapter four because, you know, four and four, right? Chapter four, quarter four. So the idea is you're bringing your last work to your current, to this, you know, the, the current quarter. And that's going to help you see if you set a goal before, how did you hit that goal or did you not? Or what were some of your roadblocks? And that can help with uh, making sure you are being realistic. And is there something that maybe you're not understanding is a bigger bottleneck or, or whatnot? And that's again, why you, you know, speak with professionals to help you with that. So that's the first thing is that this particular client brought us some data, um, including some information from the last time she set quarterly goals. So any, any thoughts or additional feedback on bringing your past goals if you have them? You know, what I was, what came to mind is that, you know, we do ask for certain metrics and we've mentioned this on other, other episodes as well. So you're going to find this as a common theme um, that there are numbers and there's data you do need to be tracking and it's going to be useful for so many areas of your business. And it is key in helping you to set and reach your goals. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you that are that are breaking out in a sweat, um, you don't have to do this alone because I know we all have different personalities, right? And so some of us are more compliance-based. Some of us are, are more quick start-based. And, and wherever you are on the spectrum of your personality, you can get support to balance out and make sure that you're you know executing and, and getting things done, which is another part of personal growth, especially that comes that's highlighted when it comes to setting goals. Because I've seen this process can be really emotional for some of our clients, right? Our clients um, are, are excited, but maybe the the goal setting signifies um, maybe some you know lack of prioritization, or maybe it highlights that they you know mismanaged something, or maybe it's highlighting something that you know didn't quite go right, which is part of business, and that can bring up a lot of emotion. So it's a really powerful space to hold when you can regularly set goals and bring the appropriate metrics. It's really a sign of, of growth and maturity in your business. So with this particular client, I just want to do a recap here um, that she had brought her um, a recap of, of her last goal setting. As I mentioned, I called it chapter three because we're thinking quarter three. We're trying to write a book here and, and the sense of having a story that um, each chapter kind of weaves in a similar a thread right, of where you're going in that direction. So what this particular client is asking is, far, is um, she's trying to prep and be realistic so she had attached some key metrics that Sarah and I are looking at that she submitted on the, on the call. And then she had submitted um, past goals where she's tracking it. And she had basically asked a question, what can I do to be more realistic? And what I had helped her identify, her, her barrier, right? The first thing I always look for is what's kind of the bottleneck? What's getting in your way? What are some of the obstacles? And what we had identified together is that she needed to focus more on marketing and areas of her marketing that were working best. So really adopting that 80-20 approach that I teach in our, our program and part of the Dietitian Boss Method, which is that 80% of your efforts are coming from 20% of your inputs. And so you want to look at what inputs of all of your inputs are yielding the highest output. And what that means is that not all of your efforts in marketing are the same. So we had a really heart-to-heart conversation about what are you doing that's working? And I asked her to write out a list of all of her efforts and, and nothing laborious. So I said a simple half page or page on Google Docs. What is it you're doing on a regular basis? And then can you please highlight or asterisk what you think or can you, you know, show us or share in some quantitative way what's, you know, air quotes working, what's driving the most traffic. And there are ways for us to identify that as well, or even in organic marketing, as far as what's getting most people to sign up for a sales call. 
And then from that conversation, we can like reprioritize and realign where the efforts go to try to get to the outcome. Do you have any any thoughts or additional follow-up um, suggestions on that conversation, Sarah? Um, no, I mean, I think that was great advice you gave her. And um, and it, it definitely makes sense because I think a lot of times we don't really, when we're looking at our goal setting, we're not always thinking about um, where our results are coming from. And so we just need to take that time to look at, okay, what is it I'm doing that's working and what's not working and then make decisions based off of that. Yeah. And, and I think we, we often get married to what's not working. And so that's yeah. where the emotion comes in and it's, we've all been there. And I think that's why it's so important to have yeah. uh, an unbiased opinion, meaning, you know, not a friend or family or anyone, even a, a business partner or someone in your company, but to have, you know, to have advisors or like us, you know, we're, we're coaches, trained professionals to help you make those decisions and identify um, what's, what's urgent and what's important for you to, to reach your goals. Um, and I just want to pick back on something Sarah had said about um, advice. Um, one one thing, and I know I've talked about this on a recent podcast, is that Sarah and I, um, part of our, the methodology, the dietitian boss method, is that we like to ask at least two questions before we give advice to make sure we fully understand the question. And Sarah's so good at this. So really pulling out. So in this particular situation, asking questions like, what does that mean? Can you help me understand? Um, what does that look like? And so the more that you're able to ask in the, in the ratio, like two per one, two questions to pull out information before one piece of advice, um, that's really going to help that person that you're you're coaching or working with, whether you're the coachee or the coach, um, feel like they're they're really being understood. And so I know I have a whole office episode about you know coaching versus consulting where I talk about that. And our style is a hybrid and we do try to really focus on, on the coaching aspect where we're asking you to look within. And when you do that work, we're teaching you how to fish, so to speak, meaning that you're learning how to set these goals. At a, at a faster pace and not necessarily depending on us, even though we're here to help you and it's important, but we're really teaching you those skills. And I think that's important to keep in mind is you always want to be asking yourself when you're doing these reviews and gathering information and the key metrics for your quarterly goals, you, you want to sit with yourself and create that time in your calendar and ask, like, if I were giving myself advice, what would I want to know and what would I need to do to adjust this? And that's going to help you um, move further faster with your business. And any thoughts on that, sir? Yeah, what I would like to add is I think because of all the information that's accessible to us, sometimes we can see what another person is doing and we think, oh, that's what I need to do. That's what I need to follow. And so say you have an income goal and you're like, well, I'm going to do the exact same steps this other person did. And then it didn't doesn't work possibly and you get discouraged. And so what Libby and I do with the dietitian boss method is, you know, we help you to work towards what's important to you and not take a one size fits all approach um, because what works for one of our clients may not work for you. And so that's the whole reason we do ask those clarifying questions to make sure that before we give you an answer, it's, you know, it's really what you want and, um, and that it's going to support you. And that's, I'm so glad that you mentioned that, you know, we do see in, in a lot of what, what is taught in the method is helping you compare yourself to yourself. And I know it's so hard okay. because the dietitian boss program and, and the whole concept of community means, you know, you're with similar people. And that's absolutely important considering that only three to 10% of dietitians own a business, right? Which is really small. So that's a small statistic. And so being together among those other people in that stage that want to create something bigger with more independence and achieve financial freedom is important. And you also want to approach that where you are saying, I am different than this person. I have 
have a different situation, different circumstances, um, different everything. And so that takes a, a lot of personal growth. And that's why uh, one of our value, one of our values in this company is balance. And so we're constantly, you know, trying to promote and role model for our clients, taking some time off and taking some time for self-care, whether it's exercise, movement, um, reading, you know, there are, there are free ways to get self-care or there's the, there's the spa, right? Uh, but whatever it is that, that's your uh, modality and, and choice for self-care can help you take that time to create balance and really think about your individual growth and um, being um, inspired by your colleagues, but not necessarily comparing yourself to them. And easier said than done, because I, I see that this is challenging for dietitians at all levels in the beginning phase and in the advanced phase. So thank you for bringing that up, Sarah. Anything further you want to add to that about the comparisonitis? No, I think we, we summed it up pretty well. Yeah. And, and, and so that's, again, that could be a whole nother episode. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and it's important. And I feel like we, you know, it's a common thread that needs to be discussed. And I mm-hmm. think that, well, one of the things I teach in the dietitian boss method is to really think about your mindset and identify if your mindset is, is something fixed or growth and, and fixed might be saying, I'm not as good, or I have to do something exactly like someone else. And, and you're, you know, you feel limited where a growth oriented mindset is, you know, you're seeing opportunities and you're, you're happy and proud for other people. And this is absolutely true when you're setting quarterly goals, whether it's independently or you're doing it in a group. And there's a lot of benefits for you doing it in a group. And it teaches you, oh, wow, I'm inspired by this other colleague of mine that has five people on her staff. She's hiring dietitians to coach under her, right? And, and you're not thinking, I'm jealous of her, but you're thinking like, I'm inspired by her. She's chosen a path. Whether you want to get to that path or not, I think it's important to just sit and take a moment and, and appreciate their path. And, and you have the opportunity to do that in a group um, and is going to take some self-reflection and some, some really um, a lot of grounding and a lot of work on yourself. And that process is not always easy. Um, but again, to operate a business, it's absolutely essential. Um, absolutely essential. So any final words today? Uh, I, you know, I would just say if somebody's not doing goal setting, find an expert to support you so that you can, you know, build the business in a way that um, gives you what you want. Yeah. And we are the experts. So find us. So (laughs) apply for coaching at uh, dietitianboss.com and we will, you know, we'll, we'll find out what stage of business you're in and we'll talk about what your pains and needs are. And we have a process for identifying what can help you based on what your goals are and, and, and where you're at. And with your personal goals and, and your needs and, and how, how long you've been in business. And, and we're here to support you, um, given that we specialize in, in helping dietitians in an online space um, maintain, uh, you know, stay in operation. Because that's really the goal of this company is to create more private practice operators. And we're so thrilled to have the opportunity um, to work with you and to have you as listeners. So make sure to tag us on social media at Dietitian Boss, show your face, and uh, let us know what part of today's episode stood out and uh, if there's any further topics you want us to discuss. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. 
Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.